0: Attention, radio listeners. Oh,
1: Thomas, get out of
0: town. Wow. Let me have your attention for a moment. Goodness, is that a
1: message? Oh,
0: mommy, please, get me out of this game. You are not paying any attention. Interesting move here, Bill. Jay's came
2: into the basketball game. Jim Bayheim has inserted Jay's into the game. Big guy inside. Maybe to help eliminate that second or third shot. Well, people in Central New York playing the Roosevelt Bowie... Is the best center Syracuse University has ever had. Your attention, please. This is Centers of Attention.
1: Good morning. It is Wednesday, March eleventh, twenty twenty. I have been forty six for exactly seven days. Wow! How about that? How about that? Wow! Only good morning, everybody. To go. <laughs> That's Danny Shays. I'm Seth Everett. We are here, live and local. (laughs) Where am I? There I am. Ah. There is a major, uh, major late night tonight. Get ready. I tried to sleep late, <laughs> my alarm went off at <laughs> 6.05, I said, that's not a smart move, <laughs> that's, that's going to come and bite me, but uh, nope, we've got a late night tonight, uh, every, well, one of the funniest things was, and I didn't see this, I just saw it on social media, when the ACC network made a mistake last night during the end of the North Carolina game and said that Syracuse, North Carolina was at 7 o'clock, Ooh. that's a dirty, bad joke, that was uh, an accident, uh, and whoever uh, that uh, is, an I want him.
0: Where you went? Oh my God! They changed the game. I'm so excited! Oh, they lied. No,
1: I didn't see it. I didn't see. It. I saw the highlights oh. of the game. I, I, I wasn't. I had nothing compelling me to watch that game. And I even said to to Donna, who's uh, Donna DeToto is joining us in 15 minutes, and I said, "I am so sorry you're covering that." She, <laughs> they covered that game, and I was just like, "You're covering that game? I, cover the Syracuse games, not the other games." And uh, but. When it happened, Twitter went nuts. And I follow a lot of Syracuse people, obviously, and they right. all were Waters and all those guys and Brent and all the people who are, like, active tweeters during, during you know, sporting events. Yeah, wow, yeah. They were like, no, no, it's 930. No, it's 930. I was like, oh, what a cruel joke.
0: What well, they, cruel maybe, joke. They, maybe they were talking to me because it is
1: 730 out here or something. Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> just keep reminding people they, that you're not in Syracuse. I do they mention when, you name do that. when they said that, <laughs> uh, but it's okay because tomorrow my kids have no school because of the coronavirus, oh. and at, so and we have a show, it starts at 10 o'clock. If I wake up at nine forty-five, <laughs> I think that'll be. I, I'm just going to come down and I'm going to be in pajamas, just getting ready to do a radio show. So we'll 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 see about that. I'll tell you, you're lightweights,
0: dude. I mean, you know, I, we talked joking. about this load. Well, we talked about this load management thing, right? Load management. The NBA. And this is like load management for you. Okay, so you got a late game. Just you got an early yourself. start the next day. You got to answer the bell. Uh, get a couple of Red Bulls. You'll be fine.
1: I remember. I remember um, I, in the beginning of the season, there was one late game. It, was it the Big Ten Challenge? We, I, if I look back at the schedule, I'll, I'll remember the game. But it was a late game. It was a 9 o'clock start. And it might have been Virginia. And I, was, I had gotten up really early in the morning, and we were doing the postgame show. And there's a moment during the postgame show when we figure out whether Jim Beheim's going to be in segment three or segment four. And all I did, I remember zo- like dozing, and I'm just like, uh, any update on Bayheim? And I think it was Tommy, and Tommy's just like, nope, we don't know when he's coming. Yeah.
0: Like, oh, well, at least
1: he didn't God. say, oh, he's on. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, all right, uh, Syracuse, North Carolina tonight. I didn't like the last time they played. Um, we will see uh everything that we said yesterday about the nit is is real um if they have a really bad showing tonight i don't think the nit is going to happen and i don't think with the current state of everything and we have to address it because it's it's a sports story as much as anything but with the campus closing uh friday the campus is closing If, if you're just first of all if you're living in syracuse and you're just joining us And you don't know this. um, What rock have you been living under? Uh, Syracuse University announced yesterday afternoon that when students go home for spring break, they are being told not to come back. And they are not going to be coming back. They're going to be doing all their coursework online. And the university is essentially getting shut down.
0: Well, I'm a little like, so correct me on this one thing, because this is the one detail I wasn't sure yeah. on. Is okay. it the rest of the semester? I thought it was only like till undetermined April 1st. Okay. No, undetermined. Was. Because now, I mean, talk about, you know, unsure of what to do. Do you move out of your dorm and take all your stuff home? Do you, that's it's not the easiest thing to do. I'm yep. like,
1: what? I reached out to three of my students. You know, I teach a class in the fall. I'm not teaching now, so I don't have... All I did was I told uh, the professors there, I said, if you need any help, you know what I mean? I know how to do online. I'm not even looking for extra money. Like, if you need any help, I'm here. It's just whatever you need. But um, I said... So I said... um, so, So the students don't know, and they're crushed for this reason. It's the second semester of their senior year. Of course, that is heartbreaking. You I mean, think it's back to, be to your the fun second part. The semester. The weather's warming
0: up. It's all the,
1: uh, you know, the it's big bliss. The t- the last two months of my senior year, I, I, we were just coming off the Final Four run in '96, and I I will it, that was Xanadu for me. I remember it. I, I I don't think I ever partied that much in my li- in my four years there as much as I did the last semester of senior year and. Ah, It was amazing. I I was working. I was working for the Crunch, and I was doing all these different things, and it was an exciting time And to not come back. And so my students uh, all said they don't know what's going on. But the one student had a great point. I don't want to give her name out, um, but there were only three women in my class, so there's a process of elimination. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just realized that as I said it. Um, Exactly. uh, uh, That... There would be graduation, you know what I mean. So let let's just say that they don't resume courses in in the classrooms. They're not going to not hold graduation, right? I would think. I I, I don't know. I, and I you know this I, is the I first
0: outdoor this is the first outdoor graduation in what thirty five years since the uh, since the dome or, or maybe but, before and the, the massive dome,
1: but. and the massive cost. I mean, it's not easy to get back. I I mean, you know. I lived in the Northeast, so it was a car ride for me. Right, you know, and I've I've driven that drive hundreds of times, you know, but people who live flights and and such, and then there's the uncertainty of flying, and all the mess with flying there now. It's it's a real mess. It's a real mess. Like I said, just the logistics of getting your stuff.
0: I mean. What do you do? Do you come back and forth? I mean, it's, it's, it, it it's really hard. is interesting to see how it's going to play out. It's funny because my senior year, uh, I actually had – I was way ahead. So uh-huh. my last semester my senior year, I had no classes. I had uh, two independent study papers to write. One of them, believe it or not, was being a DJ for Ed Levine. Uh, that was one of my courses. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and Ed Levine a, shout
1: out right there. How about uh, that? Ed Levine
0: shout out when he at ninety five X. I was a DJ, <laughs> and that was my class. For it was a new house. It was an elective new house class. And yeah, then I had yeah. a religion course. Had to write a paper, <laughs> on that was so far ahead, I didn't go to class for weeks. It, it reminded me now. To talk about the old reference. Uh, it reminded me that. Doonesbury cartoon where the where the <laughs> character was on campus going, Man, college is so much fun if you don't have classes. And right. um and it was. I mean, you, know, you can imagine college is a lot of fun. when You don't have classes, and the season had ended. You know, we had that great run to the finish of the NIT, which we had talked about, uh, and then I went to the Aloha Classic, which was the big senior tournament at the oh, time. Yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, came back. It was still only you know second week April, uh, third week something like that. So we had a whole month to go, and uh, you know, it, uh, I wasn't a big party guy, but it you know still, you know, still college is a lot of fun if you don't have that burden of like finals and. No, no, but sec- you know, kind of senior
1: thing. year and junior and sophomore. Like I, I remember second semester, sophomore, junior year, a stress time. Like right. I, that was that was that was stressful as, as can be. So I mean, I, I'm not saying it's just the seniors. I felt bad for the seniors, but anyway, um, let let's bring this up because we, we want to get to Donna on time, and I, I this is this has been bugging me. I tweeted about it yesterday. The AC uh, no, hold on, the Ivy League canceled their postseason tournament the mac announced no fans that's those are two things that happened those are two sports news things that happened yesterday The big east and the acc two that we're a little familiar with Mm -hmm. both said business as usual now here's my question and I, i i said it on twitter i'll say it to you i don't understand why one said cancel and another said don't and if the answer is money this is this is where i'm going to get get annoyed if the answer is money shame on them shame on them if the if the answer cannot be money i said this is what i wrote i'm not taking a side I'm not saying right. the Ivy League shouldn't play, or I'm not saying the Big East and ACC should cancel. I'm saying if the answer is money, shame on the decision makers. I don't want money to dictate this. And someone come back at me and brought up a great point and said, why should the Big East and the ACC cancel? Disney World's open today. And that's a cesspool of germs. Right. <laughs> that, <laughs> exactly. That's a cesspool <laughs> What, what makes this thing so
0: interesting and so excruciating at the same time is because there's just so much uncertainty in so right. many areas, right? There, like, there isn't a right answer. There's not a clear-cut, you know, thing. You know, in Seattle, where they're having a big outbreak, they just uh, eliminated every gathering over 250 people. So XFL game canceled, you know, those kind of things. Yeah, but, uh,
1: but uh, opening day is in two weeks. This isn't going to get cleared up in two weeks.
0: Uh, exactly. Now you've got, you know, LA, which is a big outbreak. They're playing. You know, Laker games are going. Clipper games are going. Um, you know, the NBA is, is is kind of circling the wagons and having big, you know, governor, uh, board of governors calls to decide. And they've got every range on the, on the table. They've talked about moving games to neutral sites where there's no, Reported cases. But you know, how reliable is that? They've talked about you know if, if how long is that? Right. And how long will that yeah. last? The you Mariners know, the
1: Mariners are talking to the diamondbacks. Yeah, that's are Right.
0: And if you're talking about a place that doesn't have, and that's the road team, they'll switch the home game to the road game, and you know to the other arena. This so is talking about that possibility, or again the no fans option, or canceling games altogether for a month, or or until there's more guidance. But again, you're in this gray area of it's really hard to know what to do. And so, to your point, um, you know, is it over panic? Is it over cautious? You know, and see, I'm on the flip side going. If, and here's the other side of your argument, and I know we got to get to Don, so I'll be brief. Mm-hmm. If you're canceling games because of liability concerns, right? Is that any better of saying, well, I mean, right. God forbid if I get sued because I have a game and a ten-year-old shows up with a sniffle, and then somebody says, "Oh, you cost me this," I'm suing you for ten million because you had the game. You know, is are the lawyers driving the decision, right? So it's it's so. You know, it's so gray right now that it's it's really hard to know what guidance at all so you know you monitor you do the best you can I'm always you know and I'm normally on the side of look don't give in to the panic and the hype you know but again it's it's a legitimate liability issue so it's uh, you know, the bottom line is I think everyone has to almost more decide for themselves. Are you in a susceptible group? Are you in an area where there actually is a real risk? What precautions do you take for, you know, hand sanitizer and and uh, you know met wearing a mask, whatever the, you know whatever the uh, the precautions are. So I'm more of the personal responsibility side, but I totally get both sides of it.
1: Well, Jane McManus is from the New York. She's formerly of ESPN. Uh, She's one of the great reporters, she was one of the founders of ESPNW, uh, I, I mean she was one of the people I screamed at the network about when they laid her off you know mm-hmm. that one, she was part of the 250 layoffs and such. Yep. Anyway Jane McManus is now a columnist for the New York Daily News and she also is the director of the sports communication department at Marist and uh, what I've noticed about her reporting is it's just very objective it's not panicky, it's not yep. over the top, it's just very level headed but taking it very seriously and so I asked her very impromptu it was actually right after you and I got off the air yesterday i said i can't do the plan for my podcast like i had a whole i have the owner of the ne- the wizards uh Leonsis, and mm-hmm. we recorded it but i can't i'm not posting that you know i'll post it next week and so i got an impromptu interview with jane and here's what she said she has a a, a, a proposition and i just want to leave you with this because we'll get to donna we'll get her thoughts on it and we'll get back to the conversation as well She said that selection Sunday is Sunday evening, right? Right now, for the impromptu nature of it, you don't want to tell the teams early that they made it. She said in a perfect world, you would move that up, but you know, with the conference tournaments and the conference finals, you can't really do it until Sunday night. Monday morning, all 68 teams get a hundred tests, a hundred tests. And so that's 6,800 tests you need. Now, again, can this happen? I don't know. But her proposition is, Monday morning, every team that is going to the NCAA tournament submits their players, coaches, trainers, assistant staff, promotional, broadcasters, everything. Right. Test 100 people. And then, assuming everybody is clean right assuming everybody's clean you go to your site and you don't allow fans you have empty arenas now i'll take you one step further this is where we were on the fence and we didn't have a decision and this is what i want you guys to think about as we go to break if god forbid one player on one team uh, you want to pick a random team uh seton hall i'm just picking a team right one guy on seton hall has it is Seton Hall eliminated, or is the tournament shut down? Great question. It's a great
0: sports again, all, question. All these great things. That, or, and again, just because you get tested, and you're negative doesn't mean you're really negative because well, the incubation but, period. But you do the I, right, best you but. can. <laughs> You do the best you you can. You do
1: the best you can. You do the best you can. Well, Donna Detota is coming up in just a moment. She's live in Greensboro, where the ACC tournament is getting underway in about an hour and forty-five minutes from now. Uh, A full day of basketball, culminating with Syracuse, North Carolina. This is ESPN Syracuse and Q Sports Talk on Twitch.
2: This is Centers of Attention.
1: Can you back me up? Vey. What's going on, everyone? ESPN Syracuse. <laughs> Seth Everett, Danny Shays with you on uh, a Wednesday. Again, Syracuse in North Carolina coming up really, really late. And uh, she'll be writing way into the wee hours of the morning. She is the great reporter for Syracuse Basketball from Syracuse.com and the Post Standard. It's our friend Donna Tota. Donna, good morning. How are you? I don't know. Is it me? or Did we not hear Donna? We lost her. All right. You want to try this again? You got her, Donna. You there? I am here. All right. Coming oh, down in three, two, one. Donna, how's Greensboro? Uh,
2: Greensboro right now is sunny-ish. Uh, okay. That's all. I, that's all I know about it. I have not been out of my hotel complex, so I don't know anything else about what's going on in Greensboro.
1: It's really great that we're having you on, then. No, I was just kidding, <laughs> D- Danny. Well, no, I was just curious. Have okay, has there been any
0: conversation? You had the two opening games last night. Uh, has there been any conversation about the whole you know thing on everyone's mind—the coronavirus issue? Have you seen it in the hotels? Have you seen it in the outside of the fact that you can't find toilet paper at any of the grocery stores or Costco's? Uh, have Have you noticed anything, or is it just kind of business as usual?
2: No, I mean. I Definitely uh, a concert made, have been made a concerted effort for awareness about what's going on. I mean, there's a bunch of hand sanitizers in the ACC arena, in the ACC tournament arena. Um, you know, there's been conversations with ACC people about whether the games will be played, whether the games won't be played. Roy Williams addressed it last night after their game, said um, it was scary, and uh, he had said he had uh, was kind of mad at himself for shaking hands with players and coaches along the line after they beat Virginia Tech. I, I, and, and, and I was
1: totally going to ask that.
2: Yeah, and, and didn't and didn't he said he he had kind of got, from what I understand he got lost in the moment was shaking hands and afterwards like like damn it I should have been bumping elbows with these people. Um, yeah. He did say it was scary and uh, you know he's just said something to the effect of I hope the games continue to be played and I, I think it's definitely on everybody's mind here. Everybody's talking about it.
1: Let me let me ask you this: um, There, the Ivy League canceled their tournament. The MAC decided to go with no fans. What was the thought process, to the best of your knowledge, in the ACC deciding? You know what? We're going to go business as usual. Um, I'm not. i And understand, it's not a criticism or not. I don't know who made the right decision here. I just wonder what went into the decision process
2: went into it, but I know that they had discussions about it a lot yesterday. The only thing that I have seen that is different from any other ACC tournament is you can now no longer go into the locker rooms. Usually the locker rooms are open during the tournament, yeah. and you can talk to players, and now they're bringing them out into some sort of room, and there's like a little roped-off area where you have to stand, I don't know, three or four feet from the player who comes out in this little room. Um, I know they talked about it yesterday. I know that there are, like I said, there's lots of concerns, and I think, I mean, I would assume that the reason they didn't call it off is because there's a whole bunch of people here, you know, <laughs> who paid their money and who are staying in their hotels and who got their tickets and who are coming to see the games. I mean, I think it was just something that they probably didn't want to do this close to the tournament.
1: Can I, let me, let me jump in here and just say, do you expect the NCAA to announce something on or before Selection Sunday?
2: You know, I, I can't imagine that something won't happen at these games. I just think that there's been so much effort made, in all these other conferences and all these other programs. I mean, I just—it just seems like that we're heading toward a direction that something is going to happen at the NCAA tournament, whether it be um, only family and. Can go to the games, or whether it be, I, I think there's going to be some sort of measures taken because it seems to me like, that, that, you know, one of the big things that they've done is they've said, we don't rep- want reporters interacting with the players, right? Well, we're talking like, I don't know, 20 people in a locker room. It's idiotic. And, it's it, it's and, so and, stupid. And when there are like 18,000 people sitting elbow to elbow in the stands who seem to me to risk much greater impact from any of this if there are viruses to be caught out there. Uhhuh. And well, what's interesting I about mean, I, is- I just imagine
0: yeah, well, Seth and I were just talking about this as being on this slippery slope of not really knowing what to do, and it's evolving week over week. Now you look at the or at the you know the ACC tournament this week. Obviously, that has been decided, and it's going to be what it's going to be. But now you have the NCA tournament, the NIT playing over the next number of weeks, right? Where this thing right. like evolves right. week over week over week, and so you're seeing cities starting to you know do the domino effect where you have Seattle and and San Jose and some of these other. Areas specifically banning large groups, and you just wonder—you uh, know—kind of could this thing like blow up in the middle of the tournament? You know, week, you know, week one happens, and then week two, all of a sudden, oh my God, we've got to make a change. You know, we, you know, Seth brought up the possibility of, let's say, a player tests positive or comes down right. with it. What do you do for the team and the other team and the, you know, it's—I mean, it's—it's it's such a you know—you uh, know—an evolving thing that it seems like it could change almost on a dime.
2: Yeah, I mean, it just seems like these are these arenas are little petri dishes of trouble. You know what I mean? Uh, Like all kinds of germs in here, and all kinds of potential problems. So it would seem to me that they would shut it down. But you know, as everybody knows, the NCAA is a big money making machine. This is the way they make all their money from from their basketball tournament, and uh, I'm sure that is the primary factor that's that's guiding all these decisions.
1: Right. I just want the decision. I'm not saying cancel or not. I'm saying make the prudent decision based on health, not money, and that's right. what's bothering me. That, 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 that's the only thing that, that, that is bothering me. Let's switch gears. We're talking to Donna DeTota here. Uh, there's talk all over the country that if Syracuse doesn't at least have a good showing against North Carolina, maybe beat North Carolina, they may not be invited to the NIT. Uh, what do you know about that?
2: Well, you know, I started to see a lot of this being reported or some of this being reported after Syracuse lost at Miami on Saturday. So I brought up the point in our meeting on Monday, we should probably look into this because it doesn't seem like this is as slam a dunk as people might think it is that Syracuse would get into the NIT Um, because, frankly, they have not played all that well in, in the last few weeks, and, you know, going down to Miami and losing to a I hate to say it, not very good Miami team. I mean, albeit without elijah Hughes, um, it was not a good look for Syracuse. so you know I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of it is going to depend upon what happens in these other conference tournaments. so the n i t takes the conference champions who do not win their conference tournaments and all these smaller non power five conferences. So if those sort of the favorites win all these conferences, um, then there will be more room for more teams. From the Power Conferences or from other conferences to get into the NIT, so that's something to sort of look for over the next couple of uh, next, next week or so. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, uh, I, I think tonight is going to be an extremely difficult game for Syracuse. I was at that game and watched North Carolina crush, slowly but surely, squeeze the life out of Virginia Tech last night. And that yeah. is, as we all know, a very dangerous team that's playing really well, playing with a lot of confidence, and is playing with a room full of North Carolina fans. Oh
1: exactly. yeah, it's a home game. It's a home game for them.
0: You know, it's funny, Don. Another issue we brought up from the NIT standpoint, the fact that the Carrier Dome is closed. Um, one of the things that Syracuse could count on in the NIT, since they do play their first couple rounds at home, was a big revenue night, right? Because the Syracuse fans travel well, and having that home that home court with twenty thousand plus is a big deal. You wonder, without the Carrier Dome, does it does that alone make Syracuse less attractive? Uh, as an NIT uh, team, because now are they going to play in Buffalo or the or Manley or the War Memorial? I mean, where are they? Would, would, where would they play a home game? And uh, you know, how much less revenue would that be compared to having the dome open?
2: Well, from everything I've heard, Syracuse is not going to host a game. I mean, first of all, at this point, if they're on the bubble of even getting into the NIT, the higher seeded yeah, team gets get, the home yeah. game. Um, and that was number one and number two is I just don't think that the administration has any kind of. Plans to have any kind of home situation with their basketball team, so I don't. I don't think Syracuse is playing anywhere in or near Syracuse. I think if they get in the NIT, they're going to go on the road, and uh, I think that's that's sort of it for that.
1: It's 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 fascinating because you know, and and, and just to tie this whole conversation together. You know, no one's asking the NIT to make any decisions, but if we're asking the NCAA tournament to make decisions, we, we mm-hmm. they should be making all of them. Uh, one thing in and and tying this all together, uh, and that has been the health of Elijah um, Elijah Hughes. You know, he got he got his cage rattled on on Saturday, concussion or not, whatever whatever it happens to be. It, that's not the point. Uh, the point is, has there been any decision on? whether or not he's 100% or not, and if he's not, would it be worth it not to play him just because this isn't as big a game as we're making it out to be?
2: Well, I I think that he is going to play. I mean, Jim Jim Baham said he was going to play. Elijah said he was going to play, so I I think there's no question about whether he's going to play tonight. I think he's going to play. I don't know precisely what happened. I mean, I, I know approximately what happened with him the other day uh, at the game in Miami. Uh, you know, he had hit, he hit the back of his head on, on Barama's knee when he was going down, and he felt a little dizzy. He felt his vision was a little blurry, and... They decided to hold him out for the second half. You know, Brad Pike, the, the athletic trainer, decided to hold him out for the second half. And you know, I don't have any quarrel with that. I mean, if a guy could have a potential head injury, he should not be playing. Um, and but I guess since then, you know, they've examined him. They think he's fine, and he, you know, he wants to play, and uh, he's going to go. So I, I think he's going to be in the lineup tonight.
0: Uh, Donald, what's the mood of the team if you've been able to interact with him, uh, being down there? Is, is there a lot of excitement, trepidation? Like, what, what are you seeing so far?
2: Not seen them since because I stayed in Florida. My parents live in Florida, and my aunt and uncle live right, in South Florida. I that, so yeah. I stayed uh, in Florida after the Miami game and just hung out with my family for a couple of days. So I just got here yesterday, and I have not spoken with any of the players. And I, t- I will tell you, they were pretty down after the Miami loss. Okay, but it's been, day, it's been a few as days. It's been a few days since we then. All, yeah, yeah. It's been a few <laughs> days since then. I know Mike Waters talked to the guys yesterday, and I know I think they're ready to go. You know, they're, they're as ready as they're ever going to be to go. I mean, it's the postseason. Um, and if you're not ready to play in the
1: postseason, then, you know, what are you doing on the team, basically? Yeah. No, it's, a, it's a fair thing. Uh, be safe out there. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll be uh, reading all your stuff and following all your tweets. And uh, just if you're really, really bored later, there'll be a really late-night postgame show with yours truly and Eric <laughs> Dievendorf. And you are welcome to be done on the car. Just Just give us a call.
2: <laughs> all right. That, that I will probably be at some point writing my third or fourth story of the night, so I will That's probably not I be figured. available for that. <laughs> uh, but, but I appreciate the invite, Steph. So thank you.
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, just just know we're thinking about you. That's all. <laughs> That's exactly. All, <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks, See guys. You Donna. Thanks, Donna. Right. Right. Donna from uh, Syracuse.com on the Burdick Toyota guest line. All right. Quick time out. We'll come back. Again, we'll put a uh, uh, try to make some sense of all of this. Coming up next on ESPN Syracuse and Cuse Sports Talk on Twitch. This is Centers of Attention. Hi, right, this portion of the show is brought to you by Joe Bauer's Farmers Insurance in North Syracuse. I like the song. That's right, we're jamming. Hmm. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know what to make of all of this. It, it's, it's fascinating. The sports parts are the fascinating part. Like, I, I mean, every time I bring it up, I, I talk about this constantly with friends, family members. I, I want to know how every town is, what everything's going. And, I, like, I just heard a story, right? I called I called my wife, and I just heard a story. We were at a party Saturday night. And one of the people we spent forty-five minutes talking to. Forty-five minutes. I talked to this one lady. Her name's Debbie. Doesn't matter. I talked to her about eight thousand topics. And what color it turns shirt out, did she have on? I, I, <laughs> uh, I think it was gold. <laughs> um, anyway, the her daughter. I'm recounting the story. Her daughter was at the Jewish service event. In New Rochelle, that is the cause of the National Guard now being in New Rochelle. Ooh, she was there. Mm-hmm. That's the daughter. Now the daughter wasn't there at the party, but I didn't know. I had no. I had no idea. And I told you, I you know I work for iHeartMedia. That's not right. a secret. And I told you this off the air. Um, the office manager of the office that I work at, uh, his wife has it. Uh, that, true story. <laughs> like, And so, and I know people in Syracuse are like, well, that's not us. And I'm very grateful for that. But the university had to make a decision. Be, and this was what it was based on. A student of mine told me this. And you, I think you'll agree. It's not because it's in Syracuse. It's because every student, all thousands of students are going somewhere for spring break. Right, right. Go, And even if it's home. Okay, just think about the story I just told and said. Even if it's home, so let's say you are, you know, Johnny, who's a you know sophomore at the Cuse, and you live in New Jersey, and now you live next door to that lady whose daughter went to the thing in New Rochelle. Like, bam. And it's it's six degrees of separation. Like, you know, the, the joke about Kevin Bacon, like everybody oh, yeah. has a connection with yeah. Kevin Bacon. Like, that's what this is. And if you don't believe that, then say, how did it get where 10 days ago there was one person in New Jersey and now there's 15? And here's what, what makes the sports angle
0: so interesting mm-hmm. um, is the ongoing nature of it. So you mentioned the tennis tournament in California. Okay, that's canceled or South by Southwest. Okay, it's canceled. We'll do it next year, the Indian Wells one. But the baseball season's about to start. The NCAA tournament's going to happen over consecutive weekends for a month. Yep. You yep. know, between the conference tournaments and then the three weeks of the NCAA of March Madness. Then you've got the NBA last twenty games and you know two months of playoffs. Uh, you know, and these things are evolving constantly. You know, you you brought up the thing of what happens if a player tests positive. Um, you know, what do you do with the team and with the games? And, well, so and, and let me
1: let me play on that for one second and ask you a question. Did you see LeBron yeah. last night? Uh, actually I didn't LeBron but. changed his tune he backed off everything he said he retracted every word he said tell me Sil- Adam Silver didn't call him <laughs>
0: right exactly
1: Adam exactly. Silver called him but <laughs> Damian Lillard doubled down on what LeBron had originally said and said I don't want to play in empty arenas and uh, all yeah. I'm asking these, these, these knuckleheads and I'm calling Damian Lillard a knucklehead and there's other players too shut up just let people decide what to do. Don't worry about you don't want to play. Okay? Just just let people decide. If they're doing it and they're foregoing thousands, if not millions of dollars per game, yeah. they're doing it, uh, it, it under duress because they know it's for the greater good, then do it and shut up. I, it, well, it, is, the, it, it was so stupid. Damien Lillard came out and did this whole interview, and I was like, what in the world is he talking about?
0: Well, to, to your point, uh, obviously San Francisco is a hotbed, and the Golden State Warriors are the highest-grossing team in the league. Uh, to them, it's uh, just under $4 million a home game.
1: Uh, they make $4 million a home game? $4 wow.
0: million a home game, between sponsorship wow. tickets uh, and everything else. So, you know, how quick does that add up? And you say, <laughs> That's oh, wild. yeah, it's worth $2 billion. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, and I get it, but it's you know $4 million a home game, just under $3.6 you know, to 3 8 somewhere in there. And... Um, uh, you know, so for them to forego that now, you know, see now it gets dicey. Well, if you don't have fans, you still have sponsors. Do they get their money back? Uh, because now it's on TV still. Da-da-da. I read an
1: article about the NBA jerseys. Not every team has a sponsor on their jersey, completely. right?
0: Because they're trying, because that's such a valuable piece of real estate, they're not going to give that away. So
1: anyway, but now you have
0: these, you know, these, these, you know, going where no man has gone before in the marketing world of how do you handle all this stuff, and it's evolving day after day after day. Uh, But right now, the slippery slope is still slippery sloping. It's not, uh, you know, it's not turning around going back up. So that's where I see this, you know, really getting to be, uh, you know, a challenge is that it's. You know, you have these ongoing things, and let's say we're not even talking about baseball, which hasn't even started yet. Uh, but we're talking about, like I said, you know, the next four weeks, uh weeks—is that going to happen? Is is you know, are the NBA playoff happen? You know, these these things are, are really starting to you know to pile up, and we're going to see you know when this thing, if you know, if and when this thing turns the corner.
1: Well, I, th- I think the 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 crazy parts about all of this is like what you said—how every day it changes, like. Yesterday we did a show and I didn't know about the Ivy League. We found out about the Ivy League after we got off the air, and then the Ivy League happened, and then the ACC announced that they're staying status quo. And I just I asked the question. I said, "Why one, not the other?" And I I just I didn't. Again, I'm not saying the Ivy League should have, right? But but I do have one one caveat, and Syracuse applies to this: is if you're not letting your students back, shouldn't you be sending the basketball players home? Well, with
0: the other part about this, well, first of all, it's not necessary. I mean, these things are battleships when you're talking about the ACC tournament or the NCAA tournament. These things aren't that easy to cancel. I mean, there's there's incredible logistics and thousands of people going to hundreds Agreed. of places. And you know, when you, uh, now let's you know, blow it up to the Olympics, which is the largest sporting event in the world. You know, you don't just like say, "Yeah, we're just going to cancel or no, delay or you know." The, uh, it's, so it's not an easy
1: thing. The I, Ivy I League understand is probably that. The but- easiest one to say. You know, don't show up. But so Syracuse, it, okay, let's say yeah. let's say Syracuse loses tonight. Let's just play this out. Syracuse mm-hmm. loses tonight, and they don't get invited to the NIT, hypothetically, right? That's very plausible. Right. They don't get invited to the NIT. They come back to Syracuse. What are they doing? Everyone is being told to go home. Well, Where's Marek Dolajai going? At that point, they're students, right? They're, they're just, students. Go home. Go home. Yeah. Go home. Spring practice ends. They don't have a spring game because they don't have a place to play it. Go home. And I'm sorry, but your athletes are not different. It doesn't discriminate from this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this goes back to the whole thing. And I brought this up when I was talking to Jane McManus. And you and I talked about this a little bit. The picture... And again, I'm not super political, so I don't know if the picture was doctored. I don't know where I saw it. It was on social media, and not everything there is true. So, <laughs> right. just I'm I'm asking your forgiveness ahead of time. Uh, the picture of the president shaking the hand of the guy at the at the convention that has it. Right, they shook hands. Now, again, assume they shook hands. But even if they didn't, and let's say that picture's doctored, mm-hmm. and they didn't shake hands. The president doesn't travel by himself. He doesn't call an Uber. Like, he has a whole contingent of people that he travels with. And all those people were in the building with the guy, right? Senator Ted Cruz self-quarantined himself for two weeks, right? Right. Trump played golf with four members of the Washington Nationals. He did, and they, and they bragged about it. The Nationals bragged about it. The Trump bragged about it. They played. It was Kurt Suzuki and three other yim yams, right? And they played golf and they took pictures. Now, did President Trump just drive up in a convertible? Nope. He had his whole contingent there. The Secret Service walks the course with them. All of those people were in the room with the guy with the virus, Right. What yep. happens if the Washington Nationals one guy shows up with it and it's the same rules apply like we were saying about basketball then the whole team is quarantined. They can't go anywhere. They they're stuck in a hotel now cuz they can't go home. And then and then what do you do? Do you make them forfeit? Do you cancel their games but not everybody else's games? Yeah, no, it it, it gets into permutations are
0: excruciating and that's and that's uh, it's you know and again getting back to the point the slippery slope is still sloping it's not turning around where you know there's an end in
1: sight you know there's no end in sight in this deal right now it really is and it's it's really scary in the sense that again we're not saying the world's coming to an end these are all just the sports things right these are not these are just the sports things. All right. A quick timeout. I promise I can make every fan feel good. Every fan will feel good in our next segment. I promise it. This is ESPN <laughs> Syracuse and Q Sports Talk on on Twitch. This is Centers of Attention. <laughs> Back here on Centers of Attention. This portion brought to you by Bill Rap Superstore's Rapid Purchase. Enjoy the entire car buying process. From your laptop, tablet, mobile device at BillRapp.com. All right, I got about 90 seconds. Ready? Shoot. First story. Colorado Avalanche played a game last night, and newly inducted or soon-to-be-inducted Hall of Famer Larry Walker from the Colorado Rockies was the emergency goalie. I have never seen so many people root for injuries.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but is he as remember, good as the Zamboni driver? That's the question. Right, right. That, that, that's, that's the question. I thought that was great. A conference was canceled. And before I tell you what the conference was, I will just read you the headline. Coronavirus conference gets canceled because of coronavirus. <laughs> there's a conference the council on foreign relations canceled a roundtable called doing business under coronavirus which is scheduled for friday in new york due to the spread of the infection they canceled the coronavirus conference (laughs) that's now that's funny that's funny, and it's not making light of it, but that's funny. <laughs> that is really funny. All right, we'll be back. Uh, well, no, no, no. Tonight at 8, I believe 8 o'clock or 8.30, uh, Seth Goldberg and Danny Shays have the uh, Burdick Toyota pregame uh, for Syracuse and North Carolina ACC tournament style. And then Eric Devendorf if I can keep him awake, Eric Dievendorf and myself will have the Burdick Lexus and Burdick BMW post-game show right into the middle of the night. And then we're just going to replay that show tomorrow morning at 10. No, just there kidding. you go. <laughs> Danny, I'll talk to you then. All right, baby. Go kids. All right. That's Danny Shays. I'm Seth Everett. Enjoy the basketball. Uh, the The other guys are coming up next.